All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of our uh, unnamed podcast for now. You definitely do know the name, though, if you're here. So today we are going to talk about fishing, outdoors, hunting, anything related to the outdoors, really, and honestly, whatever the hell we want to talk about. I am your host, Adam Bartusik. Along my uh, right side right now would be uh, Mr. Cody Honor from somewhere in the middle of Wisconsin, I'd assume. Uh yeah, we're in an undisclosed basement right now. Um, actually, it's it's fun to describe my Tinder dates on the address that I'm at. I'm at Industrial Park Avenue, so <laughs> it's a nice ring. That's a blue collar there. <laughs> but yeah, we're here. <laughs> Cody is here. <laughs> and uh, right below him would be uh, Mr. Will Stolsky somewhere out west. Yeah, I'm in... Bozeman, Brosman, Boz Angeles, kind of the the spot to be here in southwestern Montana. <laughs> oh boy! And uh, <laughs> lastly, last but not least, we got Mr. Wild Game Cook and hunting and fishing extraordinaire Ryan Pinkala. Yeah, coming to you here from the uh, dark, dark bedroom here. So things at, are at Ryan's parents' house. Oh yeah, we're coming to you live, <laughs> live from the rants right here. Keep it down over there, Ryan. They're trying to sleep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we, <laughs> with that said, um, we're going to get everything rolling here. How's everybody's week been? What has gone on this last week? We've kind of just finally just decided to do this. We've been talking about doing this for a long time. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's been it's been a week getting ready for this. I'm going to kill you right now. But uh no, dude, I've been working all week, which sucked big time, but I'm getting ready for this trip I'm leaving for in like two days. So that's kind of been eating me up big time, but I'm getting ready to go out west, heading to Colorado on Wednesday. So got two days to pack, heading out there, got a sweet elk tag, you know, just going through the motions at work. So we got city of Chanhassen and hopping right now. Oh yeah. Things are going good. Oh, like I was texting you earlier today. Honestly, it's like this place is next level. So they got they are switching this uh, office around. They're like rebuilding all these rooms and stuff. So we get we share with like the sheriff sheriff's office there, and uh, they're they're moving their evidence room to the other side of the wall from my office, and it's like one uh, drywall thickness. So basically, I'm listening to them just jamming to music all day long. I'm sending Bart Snapchats all day. They're just ripping Green Day, maxed out, 8 a.m. all day long. <laughs> Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Dude, I'm an idiot. Just it's coming it. through the outlet in my wall. It's like a <laughs> amplifier. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'd have to imagine the Blink-182 new song has to be just blaring up in that That's place. a good tune. Yeah, That's they're just tune. in there sorting out drugs, just listening to tunes. Hey. You know, it's how the it other side sick. lives. Just sheriffing uh, around. Sounds all right. <laughs> sounds like my Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> all right, beautiful. Well, we're going to dive into uh, what's going on in the world today in the uh, outdoor world. I mean, does anybody have a specific they want to go off of right away? Otherwise, I got a couple that we can dive into right away. Well, I mean, you can pick off the low-hanging fruit of the walleye guy, but I, I feel like... I mean, like, how many other cheaters are there out there? Dude, are there a lot more? I think I think it 
because I've seen some sketchy stuff in tournaments where guys bring in like a remarkable like 27 pounds. And it's like, dude, we're on Shawano Lake. Like, we're, <laughs> we're on the Wisconsin River. Like, now. I, I no. just think the difference <laughs> is that the stakes, right? Because if you're on like a club yeah. derby, yeah. like, I'm sure that stuff happens a ton, but like at that level, I mean, on. that's risky business. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what? Like, part of me is like, damn, you know, screw these guys. But also, part of me is like, Dude, the cojones on these people. Well <laughs> done. Absolutely yeah. well done. You did it for that long. Like, for sure. Yeah, that's just it. It's like, how long did it go on for? You know, a long time. Long time. Like, these long guys time. were raking. They were crushing. Best of the best. The KVD I mean, of the walleye. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't have any idea about, I don't pay attention to that, but pretty impressive when you look at how much money they took home last year. I mean, I saw like 300 something thousand dollars. I don't know. I'm just mad that I didn't think about doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I guess like nobody like bats an eye, if your fish are dead in a walleye tournament, I mean, I think that, yeah, that's kind of the thing. If it's a bass derby and you got five dead ones, they're like, well, you're DQ'd in a walleye derby. They're like, well, it's eerie. Yeah. 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 Like we give them to the kids that want to take them home. Yeah. (laughs) And they're going to find some like lead weights and probably be poisoned and put in the hospital. But other than that, (laughs) it's a great venture. It worked for for a long time, I would have guessed, for those guys. I mean, they made pretty good coin. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, we can, that's the low hanging fruit. I feel like that topic has probably been beaten to death very much. Like it's under the ground recently. Yeah. Yeah. It's 10 feet under. Uh, But one that I did see recently was uh oh i gotta bring this article up so i can get their names right but out in wyoming stolsky i'm sure you're familiar with this the wrestlers who fought off the grizzly attack yeah unreal story dude saw that yeah um teammate kendall cummings and brady lowry hopefully i said their names right but yeah i mean i don't i don't do the western hunting i don't most guys here know i don't hunt i know you guys do I that is like what I'm terrified of happening when I get into the woods. So I could not even imagine if you don't know what we're talking about. Um, basically, these two wrestlers were out shed hunting from what I've read and uh, they're out shed hunting. They're on their way back in and Grizzly came out and attacked them and basically was going to kill one of them. The other friend jumped on it and um, to get it off. And then it went to go kill him, and it just ended up kind of going away from what I've read. Uh, I mean, obviously, don't trust me as a verified source here, but from the articles I've read, that's kind of what happened. But holy shit! <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm I'm gonna pick this one up quick. Just I I read into this one right away, and uh, so basically, from what I understand they came up on it because they even they were carrying bear spray the whole thing which is like kind of what people recommend anyway and but they were so close that they didn't even have time to pull it out or whatever and so when the one guy is getting mauled by this bear the other guy jumps on top of it and starts like wrenching on its ears to get him to let go of his buddy which he finally does but they both totally get 
tossed, right? Like they were both pretty messed up. I don't know if you've seen the pictures or whatever. The one kid got chewed, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bad. Like his whole skull, man, is just. Yeah. Dude, I mean, <laughs> serious. Star. Like that's some serious Leonardo DiCaprio, like revenant shit. Going well, and on. they both lived, right? So and it's they like, lived. you know. I mean, this is like a different story, obviously, if the dude is like dead, but right. Yeah. Um, I wonder but as do you like, know what, what school they went to. I mean, I know it was in Wyoming, but the, do you read? Uh, on the Meat Eater website, I saw Northwest College. Okay, yeah, I so think I've seen that. Yeah. A smaller yeah. school in Wyoming. But I, I do have to say, like, because they're both on the same wrestling team, like, eventually these guys, hopefully they recover and get back to like wrestling or whatever. How, how do you feel being the first guy to wrestle this guy after he just. Like wrestled a bear, manhandled <laughs> of his buddy, right? Oh, you stand no chance. <laughs> like, there's no way. like you pick up a special power after you do that. Like you there's a look in your eye, like yeah. the other person, like like one of the <laughs> one of those across the other person. He's like, um, uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm good. Yeah, I mean, I, I would imagine, and he's gonna have like once he heals up, his whole face is like it's gonna be like a claw across. His oh face. yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. It's sick. It's gonna be six scars. It's like, gonna be probably. six, sick. Like you go to a bar with that, that's a hell of a story. I don't know how. Well, yeah, somebody's going. like, "What happened to your face?" You're like, "Oh, dude, got into it this grizz. It was a whole thing." Yeah, yeah. not that yeah. big of a deal. <laughs> a I don't grizzly bear. Don't know. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, I, I just know. jumped on it. It was fine." <laughs> I don't know how like the, the girl scene is at North whatever Central Western College of Wyoming, but like he, he's got all set. Probably a lot better now. You gotta think like that guy, he's gonna walk into the one of the two bars that are in town and like he's probably gonna mop up as soon as he's back to you know, fighting weight. But how is that for a duo? It's like this guy's talking about all this shit or whatever, and then and then he's like, Oh yeah, my buddy too, you know. <laughs> they, roll <in>. <laughs> <laughs> they roll into this place. Unreal. Yeah. Those guys are oh stuck. my gosh. Oh uh, no. Yeah. So I mean that that was one thing I had. The other, I mean, not quite as intense, but Cody having been in the FLW tour, and I know you were fishing the opens for a while. We hmm. did have the last open down on Rayburn, Keith Combs won. Yeah. But we have our new Elite Series qualifiers. So if you're listening to this, you don't follow the Bassmaster scene. Um, I know me and Cody do pretty exclusively since we're big time tournament fishermen, but I just a couple cool notes, I think in that field that I wanted to bring up seeing uh coop gallant Canadian make it yeah, out of the Southern and he made he's it out of the Southerns, which is yeah. what's really wicked. Very impressive. And, um, overall seeing John Sukup make it and then, uh, Bradley Hallman making it is yep. also awesome. And lastly, I don't know if you know him, Cody, but Kyle Norsetter made it. He's from Wisconsin. Do you know him? Or I not? have. I honestly, I, I think I had heard of the name once before, but I do not know him personally whatsoever. And I saw he's from Wisconsin. I'm like, any was, any idea did he fish any guy? college stuff or he he must have he must have because he's young. He's yeah, young. he was yeah, at uh. He was at the divisional down in Iowa that I was fishing this summer. He was on the Wisconsin State team. Um, Corey Houck was kind of talking about him, but I, I'd never really met him before, so I don't, I don't no. know much about him. He could have been like uh, he could have been one of those like Jay Shakur, uh characters where he just 
didn't go to college and like like just like to fish and didn't fish college fishing and took one year and he made it just yeah. like, endowed I'm yeah sure endowed makes- it like shrine like <laughs> yeah i'm sure that makes you feel much better right cody oh it's it's great no it's great i talked to i talked to chad smith about it for about like three hours the other day i'm like <laughs> mike these motherfuckers dad's take on it uh, I don't want to put words in his, his mouth. <laughs> you, you know, he was typical Chad, Chad cool about it. But uh, no, he's like, he's like, fuck, dude, fuck. I'm like 27 now. And I'm like, I'm going in my 30. I'm going into 30, man. Like, <laughs> but no, it's crazy. Like some of the young anglers that are that are out there right now, they're absolutely blasting them. Like Coop Gallant is the absolute real deal. He he's going to be along for or around for a long time. And guys like that, like you can just tell when you, you can see tell the fish. young guys who get in, like a GHB Kieran. Yeah, um, like like similar Jay, to when Brandon got in. To be yeah, honest. yeah, like Jay was a local legend around here for years even when he was like 15 16 years old he was he's just nuts like he went on a streak where it was like 10 tournaments and the lowest he got was a second i mean they're local derbies but still that's that's super super impressive yeah it's cool to see and i mean feel get feel like we're getting old getting into our 30s but then you go talk to guys and they're all like i didn't even start fishing the open still I was but like then but then bradley hallman made it back yeah. into the elite series there we go yeah we, get, that, we just gotta push thing. on push yeah. on keep pushing money into bass yeah and like get there when we're like 47 48 john, john sukup just made it don't know how yeah. old he is but he has to be older than i am so <laughs> yeah, i, I mean at the like the opens that you guys have been in is the field pretty pretty evenly spread or do you see a lot more young guys coming in yeah what's the i know that that's been a fairly new thing is like a lot more college guys are just going right for the opens i would say it's fairly even spread i I was gonna i was gonna say cody i feel like you see a lot of not older but you see like the retired or the like yes and not like retired like their grandpa age but like the people who retired like, early 45 to 50 yeah 45 and, to like 55 year old yeah men. and they can go do it so you see a big group of guys like that um and then i don't know what it'll be like now since you have to fish all nine to make the elites but when it was three you would see kind of the local hammers were kind of that middle age mm-hmm. like that 28 to 35 40 and then there was a pretty good contingent of like um guys our age like younger but yeah. then all of a sudden you look around and they're like yeah this guy just turned 21 or you're talking to this guy at the ramp and you're like hey we should get a bar later and he's like oh man sorry i'm 19 and you're like yeah. what i think <laughs> i think you're gonna see like a serious <laughs> disparity from like the 27 to 32 year olds and you're gonna see in this next year you're gonna see a lot of like 19 to 24 year olds and then a bunch of like those like 40 to you know early retired people i think that's what it's gonna be you're gonna see a lot of the guys who've been able to make a name for themselves in the industry up Mm -hmm. to now basically who have decent sponsorships and then you're gonna see kids who just graduated from college um you know maybe they have some family money or maybe they saved up a ton of their own and they're gonna go give it one year 
Um, and that's where like, I mean, like I could go fish all night next year if I wanted to, but I'm like, I'm going to wait a year or two and just kind of see how this plays out before I financially cripple myself for the next decade. So now since they've changed that format for like people that don't follow it super closely, like how, how is it changing how you can qualify through the opens now? You have to fish all nine. So instead it used to be, you could fish. Yeah. Total points. Yep. Total points. AOI points. You, you can't skip a tournament. You are, like, locked in for all nine tournaments. And then we'll take in, like, the top ten or what? Top what nine. is it, Bart? Is it nine? I think it's nine. I think it's nine. Be ten, but I, think I think it's, it's nine. nine. I think it's nine. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean... I mean, we I talked about this uh, with a friend of mine, and we were talking about this, like, how like bass fishing is just getting so huge and there's such a small, like little group of, you know, tournament series that can allow for elite series anglers, but there's gotta be a point. It's almost like uh formula one racing. There's only like 25 guys. Like it gets to the point where you're like, well, we can't accompany all of you. Yeah. Sorry. Like you're just not good enough to make it to the group. And, and if you like limit the amount of people in the end go end game, it's going to actually make the product so much better. Like, uh, that's where you'll end up getting your bigger end Fox and type deals. Yeah. Like you, you have to like cut the fields down and be very strict on it. I think because there's so many people that want to do it. There's so many good anglers, but the end of the day, Sponsor money isn't isn't what it used to be. Like, no. well, and you, I, you've got to find those non endemics. Well, and the the comparison is probably closest to like the PGA, right? With like the yeah. way that it's formatted and everything, which yep. I mean, arguably is exponentially bigger than huge, way way, so yeah. way bigger. So it's like you, you see like that is the potential trajectory of like that league, right? And there's a mm-hmm. lot of, I mean, you got a lot of you got FLW, you got MLF stuff, and they're like very different formats. Like they're basically different leagues, but uh, like it seems like everyone's trying to do everything and nobody's like finding that niche for like how, how to shape these leagues for like guys that aren't top tier. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. And there's so much stuff I feel like with bass fishing that just because of their budgets, they're not able to show all of it. You know, like, uh, like I'm going to bring it back to this formula one racing. Cause it's like bougie NASCAR, like yeah. Dubai type stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, like budgets into the almost close to billion dollar type budgets for teams, but they are like, they're showing the intricate details. They're showing the cool stuff like bass fishing. We just don't have enough airtime and we, they can't afford enough airtime to show everything that goes on with bass fishing, like tournament takeoffs, like the stressful runs, the breakdowns, like all that stuff that actually goes on and happens. That's cool and interesting to watch they're not like they're not able to have the airtime to show it they just show yeah. fish catching but the it's live getting, the past few years with the live coverage live I think has, has been brought great. a huge like huge step forward Absolutely. yeah it's getting it's getting a lot better and the budgets are getting bigger like things are getting better once things get a little bit more consolidated here in the next few years it'll be even better for everyone um but yeah i just wanted to bring up a huge congrats to the guys who did make it and the guys who are going to go do it next year I'm yeah. sure it'll be a great it's a time. Huge deal. Huge but deal. 
Does anyone else have any other timely topics they want to talk about that have been going on lately? If you don't, that's fine. We can move on to segment number one. And nobody <laughs> else knows what segment number one is, but it's going to be great. Let's just go for it. Let's just get yeah. right into her. Let's keep it moving. All right. So segment. <laughs> he's on a. He's got a schedule here. Yeah. yeah he's got, got something going on. going on. He's got a lot of loose leaf down. Did you get something written down <laughs> in that paper yet? I got. Yeah, I got some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Clicking his pen down there. Stolsky <laughs> came super prepared today. Um, I don't have a but, microphone. Can you tell him that? I don't have a microphone, and I'm probably am I blasting you guys out right now? Is that? Oh like, yeah. No, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. It, terrible. It like awful. I'm about to. I'm about to take my buds out right now. Like it's terrible. It's Adam's fault. He didn't order it soon enough. <laughs> yeah, I will take blame for that. Um, but I'll also give blame to Bozeman's uh, Amazon delivery. Apparently, it was supposed to come today and it didn't. So not my oh, problem. Dude. Like a third world country out here, man. That's kind of what it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> Except for then I watch Yellowstone and it looks like it's Dubai. But uh <laughs> but segment number one, we will go into introducing a new segment, and it is notes on your phone. Quite simply, all this segment will be is uh we're just gonna look at our notes on our phone, literally, and see um what we have ran into in the wide world the past week or two while we have been on the road and outdoors we spend so much time traveling running into random gas stations and random places i'm sure we all have seen some interesting things um cody hunter why don't you start us off what notes do you have on your phone let's see hold on one second um well it's not necessarily like well i guess i have a bunch of stories from my western trip but i'm going to save that for ryan because his his storytelling is much better than mine but uh this is more or less like not even fishing not even fishing yeah doesn't Um, have to be fishing so i found it very funny there's like this trend that's going on that i've noticed with uh if we all know the jeffrey dahmer series on netflix yes um serial killer milwaukee people people had no idea who he was dude I'm going to put this out there. That guy's on the Mount Rushmore of serial killers. Like, give him some respect. Yeah, he's yeah. he's like top three for sure. He's like a top three-er. And people mm-hmm. didn't even know his name. I mean, one like, of I know he's time. a serial killer, but Jesus, like, know who he is. Like, yeah, that was I a mean, big... I couldn't believe just... pe- actually people didn't know that. Because, like, growing up, I still remember it. My parents kind of told me about it. It he's was a Wisconsin was. legend. Yeah. legend in wisconsin good old milwaukee yes and then uh no go ahead go ahead well i just i I just think it's interesting he kind of had a a science aspect to the whole thing i mean it wasn't like he was just dumping bodies in ditches i mean he was he had the acid going i mean it was a whole production it was a a lot of work it's a labor-intensive well i don't it probably is. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Careful I where you step. I, I mean, Can you, you move your are... left shoulder just slightly? <laughs> so, right. Yeah, that where this one. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but you guys know, like, it's to break down like a deer or an elk. Like, it's extremely. It's hard. Like, it's heavy. You know, like, and I'd imagine a human being is. You know, it's. 
it's it's got to be something. It's got to yeah. be something. It like, can't be uh, easy. Bro. No, I mean, no. guy was dialed. Not gonna lie, he had yeah, he, he had, had his shit that. together to get this yeah. down. He did. But then, uh, what else do you got, Cody? <laughs> then I was also gonna say, um, this is the first time in a long time I can actually admit this, and this is gonna take some gumption from me, and it might squeak out of my mouth. You don't have to say it. The Packers suck. There it is. Yeah. I wanted to open the show with that. I was going to say, and here we are. Brutal. Under, I think the Packers Brutal. Suck. Terrible. They're bad. Like, really, really bad, dude. And the wor- yeah, they it, don't it, seem it just, to be figuring it out either. There's not even, like, normally if they would be on one of these streaks, I'd be, like, the first guy, like, banging the drum, like, I want to bang on the drum all day. I don't want to. I don't want to go to work. Whatever. But right now, there ain't even a glimmer of hope in my heart. They are a bottom ten, like ten team. They are. They are very bad. They're very atrocious. Bad. Atrocious. And I'm not saying the Vikings are any good by any means. I think I'm saying good, the, I'm, I'm saying like, the Vikings I, I are easily a top great. ten team. But I mean, they're it, easily on top of the division right now. Holy yeah, crap. they're good, they're good, but they're I don't I don't know if they're great yet. I, well, it's nice this year is they're trending upward. But the thing is, you look at the Packers and you're just like, oh my god! Like, I mean, it is a train wreck. It is. It's hard to watch. You're it's watching. You're watching a sitting divorce their hot wife right now, basically. I mean, at least Tom Brady's sucking too. I mean, that's that's <laughs> all I that can it. ask You do for. have that. That's all I can ask for. But I will say, how, how you know, how would it feel to be a Chicago fan right now in the year that the, the Packers are absolutely just garbage? Yeah, yeah that, that they suck right even now. more. Well, I don't know. They're playing right now. Yeah, I'm trying to look at the score. It's actually not a terrible day to be Chicago. They're up twenty-three to fourteen on the Patriots. I was gonna say I, I was... in, in Gillette, so not a terrible day to be a Bears fan. No, not bad. We're missing Bill Burr right now. I'm I'm very, very upset about that. All right. So, well, coat. Go ahead, Will. No, well, I'm just trying to. Jeffrey Dahmer. We kind of <laughs> coming <about>? back. <laughs> I don't know where we left off. Yeah, what? you know, we talk about Jeffrey Dahmer, but here we are with a musky mount. Like behind me, and then like dead animals like surrounding us. We're like, what a sicko! What a, <laughs> what a human being! He what took a it one step too far. Him. He probably have been a heck of a hunter, dude. I mean, he probably would have really been. Dude, good. You're, I, I mean, mean, I'd go as far you, as say that he was. If, if you, <laughs> yeah, if you he actually to, was really <laughs> good. If you want to cross that line, will like? I mean, dude, he's got quite. You can he have your place the up there. He had quite the trophy collection. You got Ed Gein, Jeffrey Dahmer, Will Stolsky. Think of I that. I mean, I haven't harvested a human, but yeah, you know, I like Arch- the Zo- I like the Zodiac Killer. That one's my. Favorite. That was a that was a solid one. That's, like never, the- that's just so intricate, though. Like he never got caught. You know, and have you guys seen Zodiac the movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's an awesome movie, and it's like. He he, because he was always changing his pay. Like he wasn't yeah. patternable. Not that well, Dahmer kind of was, I guess. But yeah, and he never he never got squeezed. So 
I got a real quick one before we change subjects. Yeah. But um, there was the serial killer called the Smiley Face Killer, and they believe it's a woman who had like was out for men, whatever, and she would go into bars, drug men, take them back, and then death by water. Well, back Ryan, back when we were at Stevens Point, yes. a good buddy of mine from Wasso West got he was out at the bar one night and he came back he's like dude you're not gonna believe what happened to me and i'm like what he's like i went to the bar i was playing pool and all of a sudden i forgot everything that was going on and the next thing i woke up and you know those bridge pilings or those little like concrete pilings at the dam in stevens point yep on the on the point floodge yep yep he was laying out in one of those Dude, I swear to God, I remember hearing about this. Dude, so to go off Wing, of and there was a smiley face spray painted on the dam. He, luckily for him, he's a rock climber. He trudged through the ice and snow, swam yeah, across. and it was winter, so. And it was winter, scaled across, walked a mile and a half out to the highway. Luckily, a patrol officer found him, passed out in the highway, picked him up, and he's like, what happened? like i think i was drugged and they found the video camera of someone with like a hood on yeah putting this person out on the island him and oh, to let him die That's crazy crazy dude crazy so i i went to college in lacrosse and that, oh, yeah look, look, yeah so that was always <laughs> All like about the, it. the bit was like that you know, like Third Street. I mean, have you guys been to Lacrosse? I mean, you yeah, 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 right by the river. So that was always the bit was like that you had to kind of like watch your your shit when you were down there because there was this woman, you know, assuming the same one. Let's say she just kind of travels across Wisconsin yeah. waterways that like would you know, and it would happen every year. Someone would drown and like they just drown. But like it's very easy to push someone in the river there. It's like it's right there. You know, like you could easily just boom. Like it's not like you're gonna freaking drown. Like, even if you're inebriated, you, you're gonna need some serious pushing. Yeah, yeah. You're not just <laughs> right. gonna like you're probably not just gonna fall into the like you're not gonna walk down there, probably. Like you there has to be another, yeah. So yeah. but yeah, I've heard of that. That's that's funny. I mean, I think it's yeah, I think it's real, probably. So it's definitely real. Well, yeah, considering the story, yeah, it's not <laughs> confirmed. So yeah, but all right. What else uh, we got, Bart? Do you have more notes? Or are we going to Will? Will, did you come up with a note on your phone? I got it. I got a note. Or a and note it's not, on your notepad. And it's not related to fishing. It's not even related to like real life. But so <laughs> the other we had day, a big week. Are we living in the metaverse right now, or what's going on? Was, sometimes I feel like this whole thing. Matrix. But I was on my phone and I went on to Venmo. <clears throat> Not to pay anybody, but I just like clicked it and I went on there and I just started like scrolling through Venmo and I got to thinking like, what a strange concept, the social media aspect of Venmo is like that you can see what other people are paying other people or getting paid by other people. Like that's so weird. Like imagine designing this app, right? And you're like, okay, it's going to be like PayPal, but it's like better and like more cool, but all your friends, unless you go private, 
everybody's going to see your activity. Like, isn't that strange? Don't you think that's like weird that you can like, that that's a, a side of Venmo? What? <laughs> it's, it's I, not, every I time actually, I, I, and, and, and you like, what? you're, you're scrolling Venmo. I will say every time I go to pay someone, I like scroll down three or four times just to be like, what's going on? Right. You're like, it's not like I go check it daily, but whenever I'm paying, I'm like, no, and like it was kind of the same thing. Like, I think I was like transferring funds or something, but I just like got to scroll and I'm like, this, I started thinking about it. I was like, this is so weird that it's like this transaction application, but then it has like this weird like social media side to it don't you you guys don't think that's that's a weird like thing to throw in there you know like oh you can see like everyone's activity you know so what how do you think it changes if it shows the amount also dude i think it changes it exponentially <laughs> like, don't you want to know <laughs> so or like bad, don't forget for, like i would trade the little like tag for what it was for just to see the amount Dude, I would have loved to see some things on there, like you know, like you're, and you're like, I wonder what that was for, you know, like right. how right. much, how much dinero are we talking here? Now, if, if, if they allow that, <laughs> like I like looking at like the apps that go or the the emojis that go along with it, like oh, yeah. yeah, on on I don't know if by your friend group, but there's there's some friend groups where it's like it's like puff clouds someone like with like dust coming up and like a person's <laughs> face and i'm like yeah hey, what are you getting into over here jesus See, and it's now, like so now, it's like 750 dollars like yeah. you're like jesus yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. venmo is a very weird concept i just Pink. i was just thinking about that i was like that it's weird that it has this like newsfeed that you can just look through i love well, now, to you can I'm always know when guys are on, on like a look. bachelor party or something you just see like 20 people hit one guy up and you're like oh they went golfing yeah <laughs> yeah golfing and then there's a snowflake emoji yeah, yeah exactly yeah they went to puerto vallarta and they rented out a cartel mansion and yeah or was, there's like the nose emoji and then there's a beer emoji yes yeah 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 Yep. <laughs> I'm spending the rest of my night on Venmo. That's all I know. I'm telling you. Just imagining the stories that they had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to be making them up, and then I'll like text people like, is this how it went down? You could probably yeah. put it into a children's book. Like, remember <laughs> the time Grandpa did this? <laughs> With all the emojis that were on there? <laughs> that would almost be a good like game, right? Like, you show the emojis, and you got to figure out like what it was for. Right. Yeah. It's like, like uh, what you paid somebody for. You got to How what percentage of Venmo transactions are like illegal? Like all of them. <laughs> I, I'd <laughs> but, say, you know what I'm I'd saying? Like people are buying recreational like, drugs. That's why they start, 65%. Yeah. Yeah. Say yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's or, why, like you see they're like, ta- they're like if you go above or what is it like 700 bucks, they're going to tax, you know? Yeah. You yeah. see that? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Unreal. <laughs> All right, Pinkal, what notes do you have here on your phone? All right, here we go. <clears throat> what do we got? So, okay. I'll just probably pull this one because. All right. So, I don't know. Do, where do you guys, do you, got, you buy your licenses, like fishing, hunting, all that kind of stuff? You get them at like, like a sporting goods store, Fleet Farm or something, or like, or do you get them at like a gas station? I normally do it online. 
I think I do it yeah. online. Though. Yeah, I do it online. But, online. but down, but down south, I've done some some fun Walmart runs. Definitely. Yes, Alabama Walmart runs for uh-huh. a fishing license before uh-huh. a derby, and they uh-huh. purposely only have it as uh, six days instead of a week, so you have to yeah. buy the full season. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, anyways, so for at least around here, because like for any like hunting ones, you need to have like you have to like buy the physical tag, right? So it's like you can't just get it online, or you got to wait forever for it to come in the mail. Mm-hmm. And I typically try to go to like a sporting goods store to get it because people there actually know what they're doing. But so I go to to buy one from a holiday gas station, which is very hit or miss, and I understand that because I go there enough times to know that. But these people, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> so I go in there. I don't know. Have you have you ever worked anywhere that had that? Like back in the day, I worked at Gander. Yeah, I, I worked at uh, uh, Chase Outdoors, and we had to do it all the time. Mike, your, Pink, your mic just went out. We don't got you. Nope. Still don't got you. Now you're back. So anyway, it's a very straightforward like system, like machine. You just click on what you want to buy. There's like different categories, pretty straightforward. So I go into the one and immediately I already know this guy is not going to be able to do it, but I'm already committed to going to this gas station. So I just went for it anyway. And uh, so I go in and when I ask, you know, he's like, oh, can I help you? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get a license. And he just looks me dead in the face and is just like, do you need it today? Like. I should be going somewhere else immediately. Like this isn't even a, you know, like you look it up. It's like, yeah, they sell them here. They got a sign and everything. Then he's like, he's like, I'm going to have to get our manager. I'm like, Jesus, here we go. You know, (laughs) so brings out the manager, this, uh, Deb, Deb's the manager. Shout out Deb in holiday. (laughs) And, uh, she comes out and she's just standing there and they're both just look, they're both standing next to her, just staring at this machine. They're like, do you need a hunting or fishing license? And I go hunting license. And they're like, like, the, <laughs> distressed. I'm on the other end of this thing. And literally, I'm just like, you want, can I just do it? Oh, no, you can't come back here. Okay, that's fine. So I'm there for probably 30 minutes. No license printed. I ended up just driving 30 minutes to go to another store to get it. It's like, you can't even go to these places and buy them. Why do they even sell them there? For the first <laughs> like four buttons print unbelievable like literally you just fill your name out you click the button (laughs) and you're like all they do is take your driver's license and swipe it that's literally anything out literally it that's literally (laughs) the whole thing (laughs) (laughs) like they don't do anything they just click on what you tell them do you want this yep boop got it boop check out print Hey, talking about inconvenience with service, you ever been to, like, when's the last time you've been to a subway? <laughs> uh, probably a week or two ago. How was that? Uh, it's it's always <laughs> extremely average. Terrible. Worst experience like, of your life. They're like, so uh, what are you going to get? I'm like, uh, 12-inch Italian herbs and cheese for bread. Okay. Um, what do you want for... Uh, what do you want the sandwich to be? And I'm like, um, Turkey Italiano, which is not on the menu anymore. So that, be, that becomes a scuffle. Oh, and I'm like, literally, 
literally BMT, and usually the characters that are working in there are obviously on parole. Obviously, there because they couldn't get another job because they, you know, their blood work is just <laughs> it's, it's all over the right. roof. And yeah. you've got like people with like four teeth, and they're telling you their life story as you're trying to pick out, you know, they're trying to decipher what banana peppers to pickles are. And I'm like, no, banana peppers. They're like, how much do you want? And they got a handful of pickles, and they're trying. I'm like, no, banana peppers. Banana peppers. And it's not banana like peppers. the ingredients change there. No. Right? No. no. And they're they telling you, like, like, and then the years. two are starting to argue. And you're like, this job is not that difficult. I, I don't understand what, what the, like, you have, you put this on the bread. You put no. this this meat here. They're sandwich artists. Okay. Stand, oh, sorry. Sorry. And then, uh, then they flip the thing around, and you got the tip. And I'm like, a tip? Oh, I basically described cool. every every portion of how you had to make my sandwich. It's Dude, that's every like I'm like a tip. Place has the tip I'm like, thing now. I'm like I'm like you want to you, you like uh I'm like you want a tip, huh? Um, tip. Don't do drugs, kids. Like, <laughs> I agree, dude. That, that is tip that is getting out of control. The tip thing is, it's everywhere. You can't have, like every anything you buy now. It's like what? Yeah, around. what do you do? Like, I spend an average way too much extra money on tips for things I don't think I necessarily need to tip for. I, like, yeah, usually, for example, like, the the absolute good. worst one is uh, I was at the Wild game last week, and mm. they're like, "Oh, here's your fourteen dollar beer. Would you like to tip?" <laughs> and I'm like. Didn't, uh, that, didn't that cover it? Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I guess. Well, it's not like they brought it to you, right? Yeah, like they but just it's filled the cup. Yeah, exactly. And like yeah. at at fast food restaurants, it's the same thing. Like when well, can we just go back labor. to putting it yeah. at places where it should be? Not everybody yeah. should get a tip. This isn't a participation. Well, trophy, it's like if right? you're actually like a waiter or something or a waitress. Or yeah, whatever, I'm yeah. all about like I, like I'm a good tipper. Like I, I yes. tip well. Like, like like by my work, dude. There's yeah. a like I go to like Leanne Chin, right? Yeah. They have a cup just taped to the wall on the outside of the building at the drive-thru that says tip on it. Yeah. <laughs> that's perfect. At yeah. the drive-thru. Like I'm gonna roll up and be like, Wow, thank you for talking me through the speaker. Bye, bye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like it's literally taped on the exterior <laughs> of the building, just with like duct tape. <laughs> incredible all right to wrap up notes on our phone i got i got a couple but i just want to check in with you guys on this but i i went to california with a girlfriend um like a week Sick. or two ago and Whoa. it was pretty cool except it was literally cloudy the whole time we saw the sun for 20 minutes so <laughs> when people tell you california is always sunny it's bullshit it is actually not um but one of the, the first observations I put down was whatever stereotype you have about how California people dressed, it is 100% true. Like, it is the most, like, bougie pants, bougie shirts. Everybody's wearing flip-flops. Doesn't matter. And uh, I saw I saw four winter jackets, and it was 71 and cloudy. Like, I am talking puffy, goose-down winter jackets, and it was 71 and sunny. Well, it's cloudy. cold, man. It's cold. Yeah. Did the cows <laughs> seem happy though? Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and another huge observation I had at my hotel. Listen to this: 
You have to pay for Wi-Fi at every hotel down there around L.A. that I could find. We were staying in Anaheim, but basically every hotel I could find, you have to pay for Wi-Fi. Like, what what are we talking? Like, five bucks? No, it was like $18 for your stay. I didn't do it because I was like, I have 5G. We're in L.A. Of your stay, you have to pay for Wi-Fi. Yeah, the, and dude, like I thought it was just one of the hotels I was looking at or whatever, and I looked through like twenty to thirty different hotels, and there's no complimentary breakfast at any of them, which uh, that was kind of whatever. But all of them, you had to pay for Wi-Fi. Well, if I'm paying eighteen bucks for Wi-Fi, I better be getting some breakfast. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> 18, I mean, it's not like, it's like five bucks. I mean, that's. Well, even five bucks is like it's Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah, but like how also how do they measure that? How are they like, yeah, you know, you have to pay 18 bucks. Like this hotel is like 10 stories. You have like 700 rooms. Everybody pays 10 bucks for Wi-Fi. Like how much money are they making on Wi-Fi? Your Wi-Fi <laughs> bill is not that expensive. You just like get get the code from somebody else or what? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know. I just saw it and I was like, you "That's should, a waste of money." You should have started knocking on doors. You're like, dude, can I get? Like, yeah, like, I'll give you five bucks for the Wi-Fi code. Dude, I'll get up with the code, brother. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. Um, the only other observation I had from there, though, was there are a lot of Instagram photo shoots going on everywhere. Um, the best oh. one I had was there was this. Uh, um, I'm assuming. He was gay. Um, guy was with his best girlfriend, and they were both dressed up really nice. And they were on the hotel or the like bar roof at one of the places we were at, and it was sunset. They took pictures for an hour, just different posts poses around all yes. the area. And I was like, "You guys are killing it." Yep, <laughs> you gotta respect that, dude. I, I mean, the hustle is crazy. One of my favorite pages on Instagram is influencers in the wild, yes, and dude, it's I people capturing. <laughs> the people influencing yeah. and they're like getting deep and just like giggling and the people are not breaking composure they're like waving their hands like on the beach or something or they're like slipping their pants down slightly in public and it's the funniest crap ever it is so funny that's yes. like takes the right amount of confidence though to just give her i mean I mean, when you're getting a 20% off code from such and such uh, shoes, mm-hmm. absolutely. You got to yeah. take what you can get out I'll there. throw it out there. Yeah, I'd agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and then the last one I have, this actually just happened the other day because I went out to dinner. And um, so for the first time in my life, I, I, like, I obviously like steak. Like I grew up on a farm and everything, but... I've never been like, oh, I need to buy this really expensive steak. And the other day I was like at a fancy restaurant and I was like, you know what? I'm going to bite the bullet and buy the steak. At what price is a steak too expensive or you guys will not or will pay for it? I will preface this by saying, like I said, I've done this once. The steak was $48. It was ridiculous, but it was unbelievable but what kind of steak are we talking about i think that's what matters here it was a ribeye i i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna go to ryan down there first i'm like like, i'm saying at what price would you pay like you know what i mean like what are we we talking like wagyu beef or what we talking dry i mean it wasn't 48 bucks that's what it was but i think it totally depends on the scenario like like you said you're on vacation like you know what I mean? Like it doesn't doesn't matter as much. Well, and he's trying to flex a little bit, right? 
like yeah you're with your girlfriend no, like, and, like you you, yeah right. you want to ball out like then that <laughs> yeah that's totally why i actually just really wanted the steak and i didn't want any of the seafood that was on the menu and that was literally the only steak on the menu <laughs> That's fair. You didn't get that is seafood. You're, you're on the coast, man. That's the best place to No, this seafood. one this one was actually back around home. It was there's a hole in the wall, like really expensive restaurant in the new town I moved into. Oh, but I wouldn't uh, pay $48 for a steak there. But here, I, I guess the question, the real question is, was it worth 48 bucks? Just, see, that's the thing I would say. It was the best steak I've ever had. Like, I I'm then, not gonna go there weekly and get it, but like I'm probably gonna be back to get it. Then I guess that, you can't yeah. be bummed out unless yeah, you paid more for a steak somewhere else that wasn't as good. No, 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 no. I've never had that happen. That's win. why I was just, take, I was asking the question like, if you guys ever like paid like $30 or something for a steak and been like, wow, this was not worth it. I don't I think guess... I've ever paid like high and been like, this sucked. Cause I feel like if you're going to pay that kind of money, it's probably like a steakhouse, right? Like, yeah, does it just like, always get better? Like, I want to go to Denny's and spend 48 bucks on a steak. Okay, true. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there'd be a lot of steaks. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like, there's a lot of supper club prices around here that are like $35 for premium cut steak. And I'm like, is it? Is, is, is it? it? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm willing to find out. Well, <laughs> four or five old fashions, does it really you know? matter? <laughs> that's just it too that's the other game is how much have you been drinking prior yeah then you know the wallet's on the table yeah, yeah true. bring well, the steak that so that can bring us into i guess <laughs> we'll go into our next little bit of what kind of we're going to bring to this podcast is uh like with us being on the road and so much and having stories we're going to talk about a little bit of behind the scenes of different stuff we've filmed guiding trips we've been on or whatever um, the next thing and a place we never had to pay, I think, more than a $48 tab, Cody, was filming Chasing Ghosts. Best place in the world. Because the all world. the food was like $10 mm-hmm. until you started adding up the beverages because we weren't catching fish. And then it got a little more expensive. But, um, yeah, diving into number one, the first story I can think of from filming out there was, uh, was it day one that you got to swim in a lake that was 43 degrees to push my boat out from getting stuck? Might've been day one, might've been day two. Who recalls? No one, but I did know it was day one. Yeah, it was was day one. It It was was day one. It was day one. And I'm like, I remember being like, okay, well, I know how I would like position the boat and then i saw your boat going towards the way it was not supposed to go i'm like oh no oh good lord this is not good well i didn't because it's literally this deep it's literally this deep gravel gravel yeah no like dude but the thing is you dumped me off the back and the water was so last year like the back of my boat hit it and just went forward Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like i didn't i didn't even get it back up I was stuck in the prop wash hole that yeah. like bobbing around like a bobber. Yeah, that was uh that was a good time. That was one of two times I actually had to get out and uh, push you around and risk life and limb for hypothermia. But um, yeah, that was, let's not, let's not do that again. So it set the stage a little bit. So you guys are, this is Northern Wisconsin. This is northern Wisconsin, late fall, right? Late, yeah, like late fall. I think well, it was November. 
It was definitely November. Water temps are low 40s, if not 40. And who has to get out there and push as as I'm like giving branches and stuff that Dude, I can toss yeah, branches. You're as a, you're as chucking a me dead birch trees. What else? Like every single one of them broke in half the moment I put them in the water. What am I, Lewis and Clark? I'm not going to go wander around. I'm not Squanto up there. I don't know where the freshest twine is. <laughs> okay. And first of all, that that north that area where you guys were, I mean, like a lot of those like unimproved access. Yeah, no, they're like they were terrible. Well, and here's this is where we ended up getting stuck. So this is the part. So Cody was like. We're going to go to this lake first. This is what we're going to do because he was the ringleader of this exhibition. And, uh, okay. But, uh, we go to this access, the one he normally uses, and the wind was blowing into it pretty good. But as you know, in the late fall, there's no docks. So he was like, let's just go to this other one on the north side. There's another one up there. So we're like, sure let's do that we get there and he later like after i get stuck is like yeah i've never really used that one before it's normally pretty shallow <laughs> and i was like so you thought that one was the better option and it was just as windy it was just as windy it was horrible and it takes it like terrible. it's like a solid amount of water to get your boat off the trailer too yeah like a big bass boat out there i mean you've got a hole that is like five feet by five feet to get a 20 to 21 foot bass boat off of well and, then, and it, like it's not going to happen easily it was even better then because then we get off of that lake after figuring it all out and we didn't catch anything and he's like well i got this other lake we can go to and i'm like okay cool how bad's this access he's like oh it's not that bad <laughs> <laughs> and we get there and do the like the cross the concrete cross beams are like there's gaps there's like potholes in the access of the beams backing it up and it's super steep so you're like oh it'll definitely be deep enough he dumps me in and i turn my motor on to go back up and it just turns off because it is that deep and i just hit the back and go forward and then i get the winds coming from not blowing into the access sideways and i get blown onto a four inch sandbar then how did we get off that one? Did I? I think I chucked an A rig at you, and you caught it and pulled yeah, and me then off I pulled you. I pulled you back in. Yeah, yeah. luckily, lucky, luckily for that Sunline X Plasma, sixty-five pound. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Like if you most of those landings, you got to be super careful. Like I went scouting on a lake uh, for muskies that I've always wanted to go to. And I've always heard how terrible the access is, but I'm like, it can't be that bad. Like people are getting boats out there. Two miles down a dirt road through some of the sketchiest parts of Northern Wisconsin. And we're talking single track. Like you get stuck back there and someone wants to steal your stuff. They're going to steal it. Then you get back there. There is, has to be like a five foot, breach down a sand like divot that you have to lay your boat on to slide off of them and then your truck is on like three wheels to get back and then you have to make a 90 degree turn and then go back into this launch which is all sand and mud and i'm like 
had to make a serious decision. It took me 45 minutes to get back to this launch. Am I going to launch my boat? See, I tried. Those are the ones where you talk to other people you that have been, try. been I there. Tried. You're like, yeah, you got to go for the day. Yeah. I got stuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was awful. It was awful. But that's like the normal up there is yeah. is terrible launches because there's yeah. so many lakes. So well, many the lakes and they're just so uncapped. Where I ended up catching that big largemouth randomly. We mm-hmm. went there in the fall to try to launch a boat. Yeah. It was dry land for 50 yards. Yeah. That's how they get that's how they get up there. Like somehow the water rose two feet in the mm-hmm. winter on that lake, but it didn't mm-hmm. on the others. Yep. <laughs> I remember for years and years we could never get out on that lake just because you could get like a John boat out there if you threw it off your lift and like idled out. But um yeah, like up until like five years ago, you could never get out on it. And I'm like that that fall, I'm like, oh, it won't be an issue. We'll be able to get out there. It's this deep in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there was like a puddle. And we're like, There's oh, wow, puddle. that's the prop wash hole. Yeah. Like you can literally <laughs> see where like the water is skimming over the sand out of the hole. Like that you can't get your boat through. But I will <laughs> say it's that's not like an ultra popular lake either. No. I mean, that's no, kind no, of a no. sleeper as far it as. It is a sleeper. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you were well, out speaking there, of. Ryan. We were in so the that's spring. another that's in spring <laughs> in the spring when we were there. That's the funniest part. So Ryan comes over to uh, our camp, and okay, no, 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 no. So I, I'm there <laughs> actually camping. Okay. Yes. Oh, sorry, our cabin. <laughs> our camp. And I come, I yeah, come we to your camping. to your log castle. <laughs> it was a log castle. It was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. To, to cook you food and get bombed and then go back to my campsite. <laughs> we offered for you to stay there. You did. But you did. the best part of that was Pinkala came there that night, cooked us elk burgers. And I have never seen a man so excited to hang out with people and talk fishing as Pinkala's dad was. <laughs> just about it. it. All he had it. so yeah. much fun. Yeah. Pinkala just whipping up whiskey elk burgers. Cody, we didn't make a gas station stop for beer so he ended up having to drink the whiskey from the whiskey burgers mm-hmm. and, and that two was bottles two, two, two full bottles there's like four people there <laughs> it was me and your dad for a while just like just like schlubbing it up i don't even remember what we were talking about like the, the, the conversation doesn't matter it was more or less like grunts to a point yeah eventually. just like grunting at each yeah. other yeah and then like, eventually mixed in a little bit of food yeah yeah like, well no like so dinosaur then, that next day we go fishing and we're out on that lake and pink texts me and he's like yo what are they eating we haven't really been catching much and i remember looking at cody and being like why is he texting me? Like, I don't know. Well, where and, he then, is. and then why, you does, send why me does, back, does this matter? You send me back some like cryptic response, like, you don't want me to know, like, oh, yeah, they're like dragging a jig around or whatever. Like, some st- I'm like looking at you, <laughs> We're probably, probably like 100 yards away. He was the only other boat on the lake that yeah. is Stolsky, literally the only other boat. And parked it just at by that coincidence, ramp. we just happened just by to be coincidence. There. And we like, me and Cody never saw him. We never yeah. realized he was there. And Pink is like waving at us as we're driving he, by. And, like and we never stopped. And it's yeah. like the two of us and the dog. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. In the boat. We're like, just talking like, oh, just some locals out here. 
Yeah. <laughs> like real yeah. friendly around here, huh? <laughs> yeah, don't talk to those and guys. I'm like, God, these dickheads won't even come over, like won't even hang out. Like sick. That's classic. <laughs> yeah. No. But in the fall, no, that bite was so tough. But the the good old uh, reset button, Hunters, uh, I by far my favorite part of chasing ghosts, I think. I mean, catching some big fish was fun. But the best was after we have our worst day of fishing in three or four awful. days. Yeah, We get back, and we're driving back. I look at Hunter, and I'm like, dude, the way I always reset this is we're going to go get a handle of whiskey. We go to bed when it's gone. We'll wake up the next day, and we'll definitely catch them now. <laughs> and we pull into quick trip and uh dude they don't have a handle first of all once again we're in the middle of nowhere so i'm like yeah i'll take the canadian club that's up there it's a 750 you know mm-hmm. and i just just give me two of them and they gave them to me and there there was a dust layer on them <laughs> dude, that's like a, a, sig- a significant dust layer yeah fine age Fine yeah. Canadian. That's a good, good year for Canadian. Yeah, exactly. So we grab that in a 12 pack. We go back to the place for staying. And Honor just immediately, I mean, I do too. We both dive into it head first. And uh, we're starting to go. And the, the guy we were filming with, uh, Eric, he was the cameraman. We're like, Eric, you got to take the brunt too, man. You got to do it. Like, And he's like, he doesn't drink very much. And he's a and, small guy. And he's a small guy. Small. And I kind of feel bad in retrospect, but we peer pressured him really hard into really drinking badly. a lot of whiskey. Really badly. Like high school peer pressure, if you've ever felt that. <laughs> Like, He's like, guys, I don't know. We're like, you got to do it. One with the team. One like, of us. One like, of us. And there's just three of you there, up. right? You drink it. Yeah, like the varsity captains from uh, Blue Mountain State. Like, like Lord of the Flies out like, there. Dude. Like fat out there just forcing booze <laughs> down his throat. We're like, like dude, we're not, up. we will not catch them <laughs> unless we finish this. You're, you're like blaming it on him already. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the oh next God. morning, so the next morning we wake up and honor. What did what happens? Oh my God. It was the funniest scene I've ever seen. I'm like, so I wake up and obviously it's a little later than we would normally get up to. Yeah, with the alarm was maybe set at five. Maybe or maybe we didn't get up until like ten thirty. I think it, it was like it nine, nine thirty. But yeah, it was Whatever. definitely later. Yes. But all of a sudden, like I go down to Bart's area where he's sleeping. It's pitch black down there. I'm like, you good? He's like, Oh, yeah, I'm good. And I go up to where Gaff is sitting. And all I hear is just dinosaur noises. Just just screaming his lungs out just dying and he is in the bathroom for a solid 45 minutes trying to figure out what his body is actually doing to him we finally get him out of that that situation he's sitting in the back of the truck with his hood oh shit sorry bart sitting with his hood down like this and just cradling his head and just bobbing back and forth just hating life we get to the landing we get to the landing this is the funniest part get to the landing and he's like do you think that bathroom's open i'm like probably not (laughs) (laughs) he sprints over there he gets about halfway there and i can see it coming out of his mouth 
see it coming out of his mouth. And he's also has to go the other way. So he's just limping and lobbing <laughs> over. <laughs> it's an immediate evacuation. Immediate evacuation. And he's in the back behind the porta potty. And I can still hear him just like, oh, 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 my God. Oh. <laughs> It was a total varsity versus JV move, but it was. And this is the first trip he ever went on with the first trip he's ever been on with us. And And we did not catch them. And yeah, and Pinkala, if you knew, if like you probably remember Mark Hugus and I's days back at point. Yes. It was about that level. It was about that level. Beautiful. Beautiful. Just beauties out there. Was that the morning too, or was it the next morning? Where I walk out and you're shaving your you you have my braid scissors and you're cutting your mustache off in half on camera. That's and an then, awesome video clip, by the way. It is, dude, and that was all natural. Like that was not planned. I walked out of the garage like I was inside changing. Walked out to be like, okay, we're going fishing now. And Cody's on camera starting to cut his cut his mustache off, and I was like, well, that's not going to work. So I went downstairs and got the actual shaver and came up. And yeah, we shaved half of it off. And the best, sacrifice. the best looks I have ever seen in my life in gas stations. And we went out to eat that night before he shaved it. Mm-hmm. Was that yep. like that mustache he has right now? If you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify or whatever, there will be a YouTube channel. You can see Cody's mustache. He has similar mustache, thicker actually, yeah. but carved directly in half right down the snoot. And he just has half of it. It and was, the it was looks kind of a in shame. Quick Trip were incredible. Not yeah. only is the visual of that beautiful, it the clip after you've cut it off and you're just staring the camera dead down and you just go, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely killed me. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> that, well, it was like a donation to the fish gods up there. You know, it's very tri- very tribal, very ritual. And I felt like that was a that was a a worthy God. sacrifice that needed to be made God in order for us to catch some fish. Turns out it wasn't enough. We had to go full mustache, but we had to try something. <laughs> I ended up learning that trip too. If any of you guys ever get beers with Cody Honor after the eighth IPA, like just you got to get him a bush light at number eight. Cause if it hits eight, he gets really mean dramatic speed bump at eight. Yep. It's a speed bump yep. and then a cliff. Yep. And we're we're gone. We're gone. And, like if and, you then, see the... and then it just shuts down. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, precise. <laughs> yep. But it kind of shuts down and then it wakes up and it's mean. Yep. Then we get very emotional. Yeah. Very emotional. Yeah. I mean, that, that happens. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> at, least, at least you're aware of it. Oh, very. A lot of, a lot of guys aren't. <laughs> I got to hear all about how good the Packers were last year when we were on that trip. It was amazing. It's been decades since we've been bad. So, yeah, you were due. We were due. Yeah. But, um, no, Hunter, do you have anything you remember from that trip or Pink when you ran into us that you can think of as being um, memorable? I would, I'm trying to remember I just, anything. Else. I just know I could tell, like when I linked up with you guys, that the stress level was high. 
is very high for me. I mean, is, but, it was super high for me. I remember being very, very like dumbfounded at like, especially in the fall, because we pulled up there and it was um, just things were not right. It was a super late fall, kind of a weird fall. And things were like it was turning over as we were getting there, which is never good. And we're just trying to make the best of it, trying to make the best well, of it. Well, we and thought like, it had turned over a week or two earlier. That mm-hmm. was the problem, too. Mm-hmm. And, well, like, oh, go ahead, Ryan. Well, I was just going to say it because, I mean, in the because you kind of split it up. I mean, it was supposed to all be done in the fall and then it didn't really go well. And no. then you ended up shooting in the spring, too. Yeah. So, like, of the episodes you had, how many did you have from the fall? I think it ended up being like three, three and like a quarter. I put yeah. a little bit in there of another one because I went good, up, but there. they were kind of brutal, right? I mean, like they ended up, you had some good content, but it was just like you guys weren't catching. Well, the day one, we got on one lake and caught them, per, I mean, yeah. decent for like yeah. 30 minutes. We lit up one school, mm-hmm. but other than that, it was but really not really nice, ones, right? I mean, you were no, having... not even close. Like it was a lot of fives, it, it was, it was bad. Like, I mean, we went to some of the A1 of A1, like, like, oh, we're here this time of year. We're going to catch these fish, put on a show like this is going to be easy. And like typical filming, it absolutely is not easy for yes. whatever reason. And for how many years reason. had you been going Were you just smashed like your whole life? My whole life, like every single, every single year before this, every single year before that, it's just like the most remarkable fishing you ever see. It's just like classic, dude. You're, yeah, it's classic. It's the curse of the camera. It Mm -hmm. is, dude. It's such a real thing. Like, it totally exists. Till you do it, you you don't like get it. Yeah, Yeah. I, 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 because like we were going to, we were going to stuff like I didn't even want to show because I was like. Uh, if we can get like in my mind i'm like all right we can show these two lakes like probably catch them really well and then i'll leave some of these areas alone and then uh i'm like well that's out the window we're we're going all of it we're going all in (laughs) and i'm like it just did not happen and even in the spring the spring was weird too we're there a few days early if we yeah. would have had three more days in the spring, it would have been mm-hmm. unbelievable. It Those, been I great. mean, the last 36, and it's like the epitome of the first season we filmed it, was uh, we did see, so the second to last day, Hunter mm-hmm. had two follow a mag draft in that were for sure seven-pound fish. Mm-hmm. Like up, up close to eight-pound smallmouth. Like they yeah. looked like tires, basically, following a mag draft. It was wild. Yeah. Um. And then the next day when we were out there, they kept funneling onto this one flat. Like that's how we knew in two or three days it was going to be so much better was because they kept funneling into just this one spot, but they weren't funneling into the others yet. Well, that flat, we pulled up there at like noon that next day and Hunter caught the smallest one in a wolf pack of five and it was a 562. And it it was was, like the dink. It was a dink compared to the others. Because you're watching like, them on live, right? No, no we, this, see, we were literally you we were sight fishing. Yeah, sight fishing them. Yeah, they weren't on beds. They were cruising a three foot sand flat. Like all of a sudden, we're just like, oh my god, look at them. Yeah, yeah. I don't but, know. I I know when I was there, like I I know I fished a few of the lakes you guys did, um, and like the last second to last day, you know, we found like 
one lake where they were all on beds or whatever. And, you know, see, it was obviously dumb, right? You just show up Mm -hmm. and just pick them off if you want or whatever. But that day we're leaving, like you could tell it was heat, like guys are coming, like boats are showing up with like ladders and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those those, like deck boats with the big like high. I'm like, dude, come on. I mean, this was this was like. Like a it's couple rigs pull in like a bullet and a nitro and stuff with like I'm talking just like ladders, ratchet strapped onto the front deck. Like it doesn't take that much, my man. It doesn't take that much. What is gin clear? Gin yeah. clear. Yeah. The craziest part that I heard, um, I heard some reports from up there this year was there's this one tournament lake that that can be good for smallmouth, like catch a lot of numbers, and there's still some big ones in there, but there, there was an August tournament, early August tournament, and the winners caught them all off, off of beds, like milking and oozing eggs. Unreal. That's how weird of a spring it was. Like they, because so it was so odd. Because I'm like, this is not all the fish. This is not all of them. Yeah, it was a I really know weird, what... really weird spring. Because I weighed in a three and a quarter in a tournament on July 23rd that I caught off a of bed. Could see yeah. the donut on 360. Yeah. Dude, I swear some years it's like they'll pull off. Like they pull start coming up and then they're just bail. And yeah. they, they just randomly throughout the year will pull in, right? Yeah. Well, and yeah. I think if if the moon doesn't align with like a warm-up or a good trend, like that throws it all off. And that's what happened this year. Like the yeah. moon the moon came in mid-May and it was cold and or like it was kind of warm, but it wasn't like the water wasn't warm yet. It was like 52 yeah. degree water. So like that's where we were running into it was they were starting to show up and they're like, but I don't want to stay here. It's too cold. And then they left and then they couldn't decide what they wanted to do. And mm-hmm. it was a whole predicament kind of like last fall was. Now you look at like this fall smallmouth bite, you see what's going on up north, whether it's there or anywhere in Minnesota. I mean, they are smashing them. Yeah, right now, right now it's really good. Is it pretty good? It is really good yeah. right now. I'm yeah. planning on being on the water quite a bit in the next few well, days. I'm going to probably just, head up north. When I talked to you, Adam, like last week, you said you hadn't fished in like two months. Yeah. I so fished this to, weekend. You need to fish, yeah. Yeah, no. I Well, I've been, dude, I rigged up all my rods here to go chase Cisco fish. Well, wasn't basically. your boat was out of commission for a little bit, right? Yeah, and my boat was out of commission for about a month, month and a half. The good yeah, old uh, right. yeah. trim assembly went out, but that got fixed, so we're good. Supply chain, gotta love it. COVID. Are you just gonna run it till ice or what? Uh, I'm. I don't know. It kind of depends. Uh, I don't know. It just kind of depends on the weather. More than likely, I'm gonna end up running it like the the end of this week, and then next week I'm probably gonna spend quite a bit of time up north. And then kind of that first weekend in November, I'm probably going to look at putting it away. I could run it like Hayden until December, but uh, I don't really care that much about staying out there when it's freezing. But he also lives like right in the juice. So, yeah, he does. But also, like, I just don't care that much about like, like, dude, when we were filming, me and Hunter were filming it. It snowed like every day. Every morning you're driving through three to four inches of snow, Gosh. salty roads, putting a cover on, taking it off. Like it is a whole yeah, dude, that's the that's the, the flating. Like that is that's tough. Like it's from a mental aspect that's really hard. Before you even get there, you just know like this is well, this yeah, is and you have to 
you have to drive in four wheel drive and like slow the whole way there. You can't even go fifty five. You have to go thirty five. Otherwise, you're gonna you know lose yeah. a very expensive boat and truck in the ditch. Yeah, yeah and just to get started that. fishing, yeah. like before just to get started the, fishing. Yeah, before you know the boat, the water. Yeah, like it's, it's such so a process. On Sunday, like we got like ten inches, and I fished on Saturday. But coming home Saturday night, it was like that. Like the it started freezing because it rained all day Saturday, and I was like, "God, dude, like this sucks." You know, that's the worst part is the commuting. You know, like yeah, fishing fine. It's getting there and leaving, which sucks. Mm -hmm. Stolski, how late? How late do you guys run it out there? I mean, like, are guys going right up until they just get buried, or you can can fish twelve months out of the year here if you want. Like the rivers don't. I mean. Certain rivers will like lock up in spots, but you could like realistically fish, you know, twelve months out of the year because they're they just they're they're it's moving water, you know, so it's not really like gonna freeze. That but that fast. trout bite stays good, dude. It's super good. Like some of the best fishing, I think, is on the Missouri, like uh, which is up north here around like North Helena Craig area, like December, January, February, in November too. But that when it's cold and the fish get like really bitey, especially early on, like you can get them, you know, like a lot of two handed, like spay fishing and swinging a streamer, like that kind of thing. Like that's kind of my jam. And and there's nobody out there doing it. You know, like I fished this weekend and this was rifle opener in Montana and I didn't, I didn't hunt. And uh, I think we saw two other drift boats on like a very popular stretch of river, you know? So like, this is kind of the time to like, and get big ones too, you know, because this is when they're going to get like, I guess it's sort of like bass in a sense in the fall when they kind of put the feedback on, like trout will do the same thing, you know, like they got to eat because they know like what's coming, especially too when the bugs start to disappear, like when it gets cold, like there's less, you know, stuff going on underwater. So they're looking for like a bigger, a bigger meal, you know, so they're going to eat sculpin and, and smaller mm-hmm. minnows and that kind of thing. So I, I like the winter fishing. It's just like you guys said, it's a, it's a mental grind getting there and getting home, you know? And then, yeah. And your days are so short. Like so it's short. the sun comes up at seven, goes down at five mm-hmm. while you deal with your horror ordeal getting there. You start fishing at eight 30 and then you want to be off the water before it gets dark. Cause you have to drive through terrible roads to get off. Like you end up fishing six to seven hours. It just, but it's fun. Like it really is when it, yeah. when it comes together, yeah. like, I mean, there was still certain moments where we didn't see, I mean, we didn't really see even what the area is capable of, but there were a few times we were looking at live and you see like three or four of them start to chase right. Cisco and you're yeah. like, just do it, please. Yeah. One hour, yeah. just one yeah. hour, yeah. do it. Yeah. And they wouldn't do it. And I'll say this about Montana, like in comparison, like growing up in Minnesota, obviously like, Minnesota like salts the shit out of their roads, you know, like, and, and so then like your trucks get like rusty and like, and that sucks. But like in Montana, there's, they don't salt anything, which is really nice for your truck and trailers or whatever. Like nothing gets rusty, but dude, like the roads get really bad and everybody out here that grew up out here, like, that's just how it is. Like they're not accustomed to anything else. Like it, it is what it is, you know, but like, Growing up in Minnesota where the roads are so well-maintained and, like, you know, free of ice. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not here, been here for the last three years. I'm like, dude, these roads are terrible, you know? But then you talk to, like, local guys, and they're like, well, it's not that bad, you know? I'm like, well, I guess I was just, like, spoiled, you know? 
I think the difference though, because like where you're at in Bozeman or whatever, it's like everyone there is doing stuff. Like even in the winter, right? Yeah. Like you can yeah. you could probably hook up your drift boat and go somewhere, and people are like, oh, this dude's getting it. But then around here, someone hooks up their boat. They're like, look at this idiot. Like, <laughs> like as soon as it starts getting cold, people just shut her down. They're like, no, dude, you just gotta sit inside. That's it, dude. There, it's for sure. Like in Montana, like especially Bozeman, like there's sort of this like. uh you get like this guilt, you know, like if it's a nice day, especially in the winter, like, cause the winters are like fairly mild in terms of like, you get a lot of days in like the thirties and the forties, you know, in comparison to Minnesota where it's a lot colder. Negative like, 25. Nice day, yeah. If you get a nice day, it's 40 degrees out and it's sunny and like, you're not doing something. You're like, you feel bad about it. Cause like, you're going to see like six mm -hmm. drift boats by you on the road. Like those guys yeah. are going, like, they're doing it, you know? And like, you feel like, well, I should be out there, you know? So it's kind of tough because like yeah there's days like where you're like, i don't want to fish but like i feel like i, I should like i have to <laughs> you're wasting yeah. it yeah wasting it exactly like you only get so many you know oh for sure yeah i feel like the vibe is very different <laughs> yeah <laughs> when you're on the winter time yeah for sure like it's a uh, everybody's doing it and if you're not doing it then you're i don't know you you yeah, it's like sometimes it's not worth it, but other times it's like could be really good. You know, you don't know unless you go. But yeah. All righty, boys. Well, I think we were gonna do another segment, but we're running on an hour twenty here. So instead of doing our next segment, uh, we will do it to start off the next uh, episode of whatever the name of this podcast is. Um, but if anybody has ideas for different segments or things you want to hear us talk about or just anything. Please tell us all our social medias and everything uh, will be included everywhere. And yeah, come chat with us. We'll be here doing this. Our whole goal with everything is to just talk about the outdoors, fishing, hunting, whatever's going on uh, the way we always do when we're hanging out with our friends rather than uh, what maybe everybody wants to hear. So I think this went well. It was a lot of fun. And uh, for now, I think we're going to peace out, eh, boys? I'm about it. That didn't yeah. suck. That did not suck. Yeah, also ready for small. bed. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, until next time, we will see you all later.